Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners, artists, and entrepreneurs, and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a magazine that helps to showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on most streaming services such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and others. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with Mark and Kelly Hassett from MedCorp Professionals in Scarborough. Mark is a professional medical sales consultant and distribution principal with over 28 years of medical sales experience combined in rehabilitation, surgical, and specialized home medical care. His and Kelly's passion is in the best patient outcomes and exceptional service to the professional customers they serve. They are in continuous search for the latest in medical technologies and continue to create an open market for new products coming into the Northern New England Territory. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. You are a main business. A main business. That means you're the backbone of our community and a force for good in Maine. At Gorham Savings Bank, we think you deserve a bank that sees your business as more than a balance sheet. Every Maine business deserves that kind of bank. Call, click, or come by to learn how we can help your business thrive. You're a Maine business. We're a Maine bank. Let's get to work. Gorham Savings Bank. Banking is believing. Member FDIC. Welcome to the show, Mark and Kelly. We are so glad to have you here today with us. Well, thanks for having us, uh, Kimberly and Todd. We uh, appreciate you having us on Keep It Local main podcast today. This is great. So can you tell us uh, what was the inspiration behind starting MedCorp? Well, that's a, that's a long time ago uh, mm-hmm. from my perspective. And, um, you know, I, it, was a, uh, it was a family friend, actually, that got me into the business. I graduated college back in 95. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, like I said, a very good family friend had come to my graduation and offered me a job working for him. His name is uh, Randy Simmons, and uh, Randy sold TENS units and uh, electrotherapy devices mm-hmm. all over the state of Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. He needed somebody to help him out in uh, his quest for uh, a better business, and that's how I got started in selling medical throughout the years working for him, which was about 10 years Mm-hmm. Um, I independently picked up other products to service our customers on, and uh, that's how it grew. I'm going to sound a little <laughs> ignorant here, but actually, I'm, I should be used to it by now after all these years. What is it that, did you say a TENS unit? What is that? Yeah, I'm glad you asked, Todd, because uh, uh, that's an acronym uh, for transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation. And uh Sounds uh, an awful big hmm. word, but transcutaneous is actually means through the skin, mm-hmm. electrical nerve stimulation. And what it is, is a, uh, a unit that is a non-narcotic way to control pain hmm. uh, that patients uh, may have all over their body. And hmm. um, it's a, a really neat way to control pain, uh, stimulate muscles for re-educational purposes or other types of diagnoses and like I said is non-narcotic uh, so it's a it's a great option for those types of patients who uh, don't want to use narcotics or opiates to control their pain wow yeah so so what are some of the challenges that you've faced as the owner of I mean because this this is a, a niche sort of business yeah what are some of the challenges you faced owning a, a niche business 
Uh, well, that's another great question, you know, and um, there's there's lots of challenges out there. And, you know, we don't really consider this a, a niche business, but I guess it, it may be. I think that we face the challenges that all business owners face, and that's uh, that's really coming to market with uh, something and, and deciding when you're going to take the next leap into getting a store or a, mm-hmm. or a brick and mortar uh, front, if that's what you're after. But uh, I think I can attest and Kelly can attest here that probably our biggest challenges are, are finding people that work for our business mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. So I want to go back to that. So you guys started in 1995. So when you started the business, how did that progress into kind of getting the storefront? Because that's a, that's a really big, you know, starting out a business and then getting a storefront, the storefront that you have in Scarborough, how did that progress? Well, when Mark uh, got into the business under Randy, um, Mm -hmm. like he said, he was, he was with Randy just under 10 years and Randy Mm -hmm. decided that he was ready to retire and mm-hmm. wanted to move on from from selling electrotherapy units. So mm-hmm. he made Mark an offer to buy the business that he had built, and that was relationships, relationships mm-hmm. with the physical therapy clinics that he had been calling on uh, in the state of Maine. And so when Mark decided to do that, it was with the support of the rehab distribution that Mark had started over those eight years, um, like he said, he started selling other products that professional clients wanted and needed for their clinics and for their patients. Mm-hmm. So he started selling capital equipment, you know, various pieces of equipment that you find in a, in a physical therapy office, like tables mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, ultrasound units and therabands and clinic supplies. And as he grew that and people asked him for more, Mm-hmm. He needed more help. So mm-hmm. I decided to leave my job of 12 years and mm-hmm. uh, joined efforts with him. And we did that at, out of the house. You know, we were working out of the house and our basement became an inventory room. Literally, we had <laughs> shelves and shelves <laughs> of inventory and we had boxes being delivered every day and we had bins around us. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, we were building the rehab business. Mark had also started an orthopedic business, a surgical mm-hmm. distribution. So we were just busting out of the seams. Mm. Two kids, craziness, yep, lots of stuff going on at home. And the need for home medical really started facing, you know, it was, it was something that Mark was faced with every day as he was out calling on his customers. They were constantly asking him for more, for mm-hmm. more resources, for more products. Mm-hmm. And we decided that that was it. It was mm-hmm. it was time to take a leap of faith. So mm-hmm. we took the leap of faith in 2010. <laughs> yeah, we awesome. uh, we were living in in New Gloucester at the time and uh, decided to to move down to Scarborough in order to to open up a storefront. I uh, figured that was really the best place that we could do it. And you know, one of the big reasons we took that leap was so that we could actually contract with the statewide provider for main care insurance mm-hmm. and uh, be able to offer that population uh, non-narcotic options uh, for pain, like we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. 
and um, you need actually a brick and mortar front in order to contract with main care. So that was one of the driving forces behind that decision. Right. Interesting. So, you know, we are, we are a husband and wife team. We work together. And I, and I know that you folks are too. Which is the too. nice way of saying that <laughs> this, next, this next question is, is totally selfish. <laughs> Yes, we, we, we're looking kind of, maybe it's an advice question, but um, so as a husband and wife team, how do you, how do you separate, you know, your business from your personal life? Because they, they are so, you know, intertwined. They are. And that's, that's, yeah, we all know as, as husband and wife teams, it's, you know, it, it definitely poses challenges, but for us, you know, the biggest challenge that we've had over the past 12 years of working together, or even more than that, is when I first was trying to convince him to bring me on. (laughs) He was like, absolutely not. No way. This is going to destroy us. We can't work together. I've seen it happen to people out there. And I was like, we'll be fine. And we, we, we were. I mean, he... We come from two different aspects of the business. Mark mm-hmm. is the sales, the product guru. He's the educator. He's the he's the entrepreneur that's constantly looking to fill our buckets and, mm-hmm. and what's out there, what's next, what what's coming down the pike. And mm-hmm. I'm the behind the scenes. I'm administrative. I'm the finance, HR, insurance operations person. Mm -hmm. So I think that coming from two different perspectives Mm -hmm. and having those strengths and weaknesses between us, Mm -hmm. um, really balance each other off. Well, you know, it's, it's constant. I mean, Mm -hmm. trying to separate from personal is, is almost impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, vacations are, are spent, you know, we, we go away on vacation and we enjoy ourselves, but we also have work to do all the time. So, you know, nighttime, mornings, every, every conversation, every part of our life um, has business rolled into it, mm-hmm. but we have, we have fun, you mm-hmm. know, so, mm-hmm. so we laugh a yeah. lot. We let things roll off our shoulders. You know, we, we take the challenges and turn them into successes. And mm-hmm. we do that just by staying positive and having a good time. Yeah. We don't really separate business from personal life all the time. It just kind of intertwines, I think, every day, every night. And, uh, you know, if if you like what you're doing, uh, I think you uh, really like what you're doing together. So I think that's that's good. I think it's it's fun for us with the kids um, as they've grown older. They've they've only known us working together. They didn't know us working apart. Mm. And I think that you know, they're 16 and 14 now, and they really have an interesting perspective on right. work and work-life balance and what work means, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so they, you know, they've, they've learned a lot and I think that's going to help carry them into being successful themselves. For sure. That I love that because it's, you know, it really is all, like you said, intertwined. And if you love yeah. what you're doing, then that's, it's huge. You get to celebrate those wins together, right? Absolutely. So you, and that's huge to be able to celebrate just those milestones and those wins. And I can imagine even just when you first opened your brick and mortar, that just must've been huge. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it is cool. It's not for everybody, but I, I love what you said about you bring different perspectives because mm-hmm. that's, that's what we do, you know? And when you have a husband and wife team and you have those different strengths, 
I mean, that's huge. It, you know, one person can't do it all. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, another very good point to that is, you know, couples who don't work together come home, they talk about their job. The other one never gets the grasp of, of really what's mm. on their mind. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's something that we share. So we understand it every day. Uh, right. So I think that helps us along in our relationship as well. Yeah. For years, Mark was, you know, when he was building the surgical distribution, I mean, there were at least three days a week, he was gone from 4am to 8, 9, mm -hmm. 10 p.m. Yeah. And if I didn't know and understand what was happening and what was going on and everything that goes into building these businesses, um, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't have understood that as well as I did. Um, right. So it, it really created an incredibly strong partnership. Yeah, that's great. I think uh, kind of going back to an earlier question about the the niche business, I'm kind of, I, I guess in a way, I'm rethinking that question just because uh, in the same way that all surgery is minor when it's not happening to you, uh, every mm -hmm. business can kind of be considered a niche business if you're not doing it if, right. or if you're not as aware of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of, now that I think about that, it, it kind of leads me into my into our next question where how do you distinguish yourself from other businesses like yours? Because there surely there are other businesses out there that provide similar or or kind of in the same sphere that you're in. How do you distinguish yourself from them? And what do you think you bring to the table that's unique? Well, uh, you know, obviously other businesses that are like ours, but uh, in, in, your, in your words, you know, we are a very niche business and, and we have put this together and separated it after we decided they're not the same businesses, but, uh, you know, MedCore has been, I guess, developed by what has been the market asking us for. So if that mm. makes any sense. So, the, mm -hmm. the, you know, we decided to just let the market uh, drive what we sold here. Mm -hmm. We knew where our start was. We knew where our roots were going to be. Mm -hmm. But we started our business by letting customers ask us for products. And we mm. did a lot of special ordering at the beginning. After 12 years, our, our walls are full and our space is, is at capacity. Mm. And it's it's really all been driven because of uh, the need from our, our customers. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's, you know, one separation and really our service is, is something that we try to preach every day that mm -hmm. is what separates businesses and it doesn't matter if it's a restaurant or a, a medical distribution or what you're talking about service is what separates mm. good business from bad in in our opinion and uh, mm -hmm. we drive that home to our employees every day very true yeah the service the service piece is is so important to us and it's why customers come in and will buy from us because they know that they're getting exceptional service. They know mm -hmm. they're being educated about the products that they're buying. And they know that they could go online and get them for that much cheaper, but you don't have the service. You mm. don't have the personal touch. Mm -hmm. You don't have someone spending time with you and educating you on the, on the use of the item. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really important to us. That's huge. 
Yeah, service is, uh, there, there's places that I will go out of my way to go to and places that I will go out of my way to not go to, depend, just based on- Based on service. On the service, because yeah. you, it, it's, it is an experience. Yeah. And, and you want to you wanna walk out of an establishment feeling good about what you, you just spent your money on rather than, oh, I feel like I just got that pride out of me. Yeah, <laughs> that, you That was a journey. Good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Still, I'm still a store shopper. Um, no matter what I'm buying, clothes or skis or whatever it is, I like to be sold and I like to be educated uh, from whatever I'm buying. And mm-hmm. um, that that's still me every day. So I, I really believe a lot of people out there are like me mm-hmm. and uh, they, they like that one-on-one person-to-person sale. Yeah. So I know this is a kind of a loaded question because I know there's so many things here, but can you just tell us about what are some of the services and products that you offer customers? I know there are probably thousands. Uh, well, that's great. We we have, a, like you said, a, a ton of stuff, uh, but we, we started in the non-narcotic space. So we really believe in that product line. And, and under that falls uh, a multitude of products like the tens that we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also offer cervical traction uh, for neck pain and bracing for all sorts of you know knees and uh, joints and backs. And that that's that's a, a line that we really built the foundation of this business on and still strive to fight this opiate ep- epidemic every mm-hmm. day uh, mm-hmm. that, that people are challenged with. Um, so that's that's one big one that that we really are proud of and um, take a, a lot of our time every day. Another uh, aspect of our business that was one that came to us uh, from uh, a lovely woman who now works for us. Her name is uh, Susan Price, and uh, she came to us when we opened our doors, telling us about uh, compression therapy, and uh, we didn't understand what she was talking about. Uh, five years later, she ended up working for us and, and bringing an extensive amount of knowledge to us on the compression side. Mm-hmm. And it really has been an incredible business for us in terms of servicing patients on compression socks, um, mm-hmm. compression garments for lymphedema and burn garments. And uh, it's a very customized business. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very hands-on. It's very patient and uh, intensive. So uh, that that's one that is incredibly niche for us. Along you know, with that, we also offer post-mastectomy care for uh, women who have gone through breast cancer and are coming out on, on that uh, recovery side. We have a wonderful team and especially a great certified mastectomy fitter, Hunter, here who uh, cares for those patients. Mm-hmm. And I could go on and on forever, yeah. but I think that you know another a great thing that we just mentioned in our meeting that has is really been a fantastic business for us over the past couple of years is our mobility market. Patients, uh, especially during this pandemic, are, are looking to get outside and be mm-hmm. mobile uh, rather than sit on their couch. And, you know, oftentimes it's rollators or, or wheelchairs or, or those types of mobility products that are, are getting them out and about. And uh, that That's market great. has been fantastic. We have a, a great guy here that uh, spends a lot of time with our patients, making sure they have the right thing before they go out the door. His name is Tony. You know, so we, we have all these little markets that uh, have really been successful for us over the years. That's great. Now, something that we we always love to ask, uh, kind of one of our set questions, if you will, uh, because we think it's important uh, because everybody has a different 
definition for this word. Mm. Um, so how would you both define success? either personally, professionally, or, or in your case, it might be a very much a combination of both. Oh, I, think, I think we have uh, <laughs> probably two different or a, a bunch of different uh, opinions on this, but yeah. I'll let uh, Kelly go first because she's probably the kinder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, success is hard work. You know, I've always been a big believer in you get out what you put in. Mm. And, you know, and I did not grow myself being book smart. I was a hard worker. You know, mm. I, I went out and I I worked for a couple of different businesses. I, I worked at a marketing company for, for the last 12 years before I joined Mark, where I learned everything from A to Z and I learned everything from my mentors and my coworkers mm -hmm. and, you know, success is, is definitely hard work mm -hmm. and it's, it can be measured by absolutely anything as long as you're happy and comfortable and confident and you're a good person, then mm -hmm. that's success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll, uh, you know, I think, you know, as long as you're, you're happy, I, th I think that's, uh, you know, one of my defining success uh, mm -hmm. characteristics, but, uh, you know, I think that as we've moved on and we've had employees come to work for us, I think that when I look out and visualize success is them raising families mm -hmm. and creating their own yes. lives based on our business here and I see them being successful and, and that kind of creates success in my eyes. And uh, uh, I think it makes me the happiest. Yeah, That's we great. love it. We love it when someone comes to us and says, you'll be getting a call because we're looking to buy a house mm -hmm. or, you know, we're having a baby or, you know, I have to, I have to go and attend my, my child's activity or whatever that may be, you know, it's, it's, us being able to provide a foundation for them and mm -hmm. a job for them, for them to be able to do the mm -hmm. things that they love and enjoy doing in life. That's fantastic. So the, here, this is another question. We're kind of selfish in this, um, but we're inspirational junkies. So who or what inspires you? I, I think that's, an, you know, it's an easy one for, for me. I think that every day, uh, you know, my, my children actually inspire mm -hmm. me quite a bit. And I think the younger generation inspires me the most. I learn more from them than I do in, in my current markets or, or, or meeting professionals or anything like that. I, I really think that uh, the, this younger generation, some feel that it is not looking good, but I think that the older generations always think that, <laughs> you know, it, but uh, it, it is really neat uh, what you can learn um, yeah. just by listening to the younger generations. Mm. And if you're willing to let that inspire you, then I, I feel that, you know, you'll always be young in your business and mm. uh, in yourself. So that's what inspires me. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, to add to that, I, I couldn't agree more, but to add to that too, you know, there's so many pockets of inspiration, right? Um, from family to friends to the relationships that you create along the way, the mm. things that you read, the things that you take from from others' wisdom. There's a lot of, of great inspiration. It's, you know, listening to people and their opinions and their advice and understanding that you may not agree, but 
it's always so good to keep your ears open and your mm -hmm. eyes open because inspiration comes from so many different avenues mm -hmm. and you, know you want to be, it, right? yeah, you never know where you're going to find it. So be open. Yeah, that's so true. That's great advice and, and a great way to tie that, that up. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, uh, Mark and Kelly, for, for taking time out of your day, yes. for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, I feel like we've learned something. I, yes. Uh, several <laughs> I feel things. like we've learned quite a bit. <laughs> and, uh, it's been fantastic yeah, talking to another fun. husband and wife team. And, yeah. uh, you know, we'd be willing to do that again any day. This is awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yes. And uh, I'll make sure that in the show notes, we have uh, your address as well as phone number, website, social media, all of that will be in the show notes so that people can uh, check out MedCorp Professionals. And once again, thank you so much. And we yes. wish you great success here in 2022. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Thank you guys. Thanks, Todd and Kimberly. This was great. And we wish you all the success as well. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Gorham Savings Bank, and encourage you to check them out through the link in the show notes. And thank you again for listening.